Oh, hello, I'm Steli. Hi, I'm Gavin. And this is SpongeBob SquareCast, a SpongeBob SquarePants podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is a podcast. Welcome to our podcast. How are you today, Steli Belly? Uh, lazy. It's a kind of lazy day, isn't it? Three-day weekend. The middle day of a three-day weekend. The only matches that were on today were very boring, and I wasn't excited. Oh, for the soccer? You were yes. watching the Liverpool game when I last checked in? Yes. I meant to watch that. What was it on? Was it Peacock? Peacock. I don't know if I can get that through here in my little office, my little den. Just like they moved the office to Peacock, even though it deserves to be on Netflix. The Sad office is the office? The, the US office, office the office. Did you watch that? I've watched it. It did. E.D. I don't think I've, I've watched bits of the first season. Your mother got me to watch it to compare it to the British office. And I thought it compared unfavourably to the British office from what I saw. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I think the British office is better. Well. So that's, that's not a popular opinion. Lottie <laughs> Particularly not in this house. Yes. In this, I haven't even seen the British office. I don't think you'd like it. It's kind of awkward humour. Okay, then I wouldn't like it. Mm-hmm. So what's some big news this week? We do? Well, your Flying Dutchman shirt arrived. We got you a, a signed Groenigan shirt, signed by the Bobby. Falling Dutchman, the Tripping Dutchman, Iron Robin. Yes. I thought that he would have a better signature than he does. You can't really tell that it's his. No, I believe it is his. Most of the time, if you go signature. Okay, that doesn't give me anything. But most of the time, signatures, you can't really tell anything off of them because it's. How does it go? Yeah, so that's what I thought you said. Yeah, it's the more famous you get, the less legible a, a signature becomes, I think. And this guy's pretty famous. He signed your shirt. That was your Christmas present and it only arrived... When was it? Was it Tuesday, Wednesday last week? Something, something. So, middle of last week. I so click we, on this Clint Dempsey autographed Seattle Sounders jersey. Okay, bear with me. It's very long loading. See, that's not too unlegible. You can kind of tell. It looks like... Okay, it looks like it starts with a C. So you can at least see the but letter. But then, I don't know what that is. It looks like an equal sign that's at the end of it. <laughs> I think the, it's, you can tell, you can tell that it's a C and then a Z or something. It's C, know. palm tree, but, equal sign, I think is his name. But the it's kind of just up. Yes. That's what I thought you said. Yeah. It kind of goes like that. Iron Robin doesn't do that. What? It doesn't even look like it starts with an A. It's kind of just, well, maybe, right. This is great that we're describing a signature on a podcast, but it, you know, it. But like, it's kind of just like. My signature doesn't look like my name either, and I'm not even Signatures are just weird like that. It's kind of just scribble. Scribble, scribble. And then a very long line at the end, mm-hmm. most of the time, mm-hmm. which you 
I when I'm watching Mama do her signature at the store or something when she's checking out, mm-hmm. and I see her do that. I, I can tell there's an H in there. Scribble, scribble, scribble. B. Scribble, scribble, scribble. Right. What are you supposed <laughs> to take from that? And nobody really checks a signature here anyway. It's just okay. You did something. Okay, go on. At least you did it at some point. In the UK. In a store, they they would typically check your signature to see if it vaguely matched, but they don't even bother here. Yeah, most of the time it's, can I have your signature? They do it, they turn around, they check you out, you're gone. They don't even, they're like, person ID, signature, somewhat matches. I I had a card that I hadn't even signed, and I used it and had to sign for it, and they didn't even check it. They don't do that. It's too much work. Yes, checking your signature is too much work. But anyway, anyway, so we took your shirt into Lansing to get it framed, framed. Up. and and <laughs> and uh, we and um, yeah, you you said to give it Sunday on uh, you know the next Saturday, but because you, I'm just trying to avoid what I thought you were about to say. How much it cost? Yes, we right. do, because mother. Oh, she listen, won't care. Uh, does she listen to this podcast? She does, but I don't think she'll. We kept a promise. We did. We kept a promise. We won't say how much it cost. Anyway, it better be nice. Let's just put it that way. But yeah, I forgot that we were off on Monday. And the guy said, "Oh yeah, we'll have it done by Monday." And you're like, "Since I probably won't have time on Monday, just you know what? Take your time. Get it done by at least Saturday." Next Saturday, yeah. And then we were walking out and we were in the park a lot and thought, oh. No, I said, we're off you, on Monday. you realize it's MLK Day on Monday. I don't. I hadn't. <laughs> it's only been eight years. I can't be expected to remember. I don't know a single Federal British holidays. holiday. I know that Boxing Day exists. That's really That's right. it. British holiday. We don't get a bank holiday in January, I don't think, other than New Year's Day. When you look up British and hit space, it's mm. just the Great British Baking Show immediately. <laughs> That's right. That's what we're famed for making over over the centuries as a... Okay. By the way, in the United Kingdom, show. they have New Year's Day. Yeah. I mean... In Scotland, you get the second off as well, or you used to... And that's it for January. But here There's we get a nice little holiday. Fr- on the- Good Friday, Easter Monday, mm-hmm. early May bank holiday. Yep. The May Day holiday, the first Monday in May. Why Why do you celebrate the first Monday in May? It's just a bank holiday. I think we get that. I think that's Memorial Day over here, isn't it? Probably. I don't keep track of holidays in my of own country. Uh, yeah, so that does happen. I always get reminded of when we're off because I will America. never remember myself. America. <clears throat> so Mary, anyway, the volumes update. We do? Okay, you go, go on. I got her the email address for her management company and I sent the email Friday requesting an interview with Meriwether Williams. I haven't checked to see if we had a response yet, so I'm about to do that right now. Sorry. Go on. Okay, time of recording. We currently have no response. <laughs> Very sad. But now it's in, the ball is now in their court. I was like, we've done 
Or We've autumn. done our bit. Mm-hmm. So, Meriwether Williams, whatever you are, respond maybe, to our email. Maybe be right a little now. bit less aggressive. Please and thank you. <laughs> so, we'll see if we get a response next week. What do you think? We are 100% not getting a response by next week. <laughs> I don't think we'll ever maybe get give a it two years and we might get a. Uh, Sorry, your uh, your request has been denied. <laughs> I sent a very nice email, explained the situation that we were doing a podcast, and Meriwether Williams episodes tend to be our favourite. And we like saying her name. Absolutely, and it may be fun to do an interview. It was kind of along those lines. It was short. Short. It was simple, very polite, just like this episode, but not polite. And oh, simple. what a lovely segue! Because we're not here to talk about Meriwether Williams' uh, representation or. Uh, Whatever it's called Or your Your groin again shirt signed by Iron Robin We're here to talk about season 2 Episode 13 Season 2 whatever the heck Go on Season 2 episode 13 segment B Gary takes a bath Gary does in fact Take a bath Does he? No not really (laughs) So right off the bat Gary attempts to go In the direction of of the bathroom containing the bathtub. Yeah, this is a strange episode. Do you want some fun facts about it? No. Can we just go straight? <laughs> cut the chase. Go. I'm not sure there are going to be very many fun facts about this. <laughs> it's probably two. Because <laughs> this episode is like four minutes long. It reminded me of Reef Blower. Yeah. Because except for the fact that there's audio in this one. Right. Which is kind of cool. Because audio in a animated tv show is mostly what you look for in an animated tv show you also look for animation you probably don't look for animation you just you're just looking for the voice oh would you believe there's actually tons of trivia about this one why it's for there must be a fun fact for every half 30 seconds of a uh just go. This episode runs for six minutes and 31 seconds. And the oh. reason that this episode is so short is because Shanghai was so long. And this isn't meant to be an episode because Shanghai is longer because it has those other endings that we didn't get to see. So it's not even supposed to exist. Probably not. They were just Why like... Why are we even talking about it? They just said, you know what? Why don't we just make an episode to make an episode? Now, here's a thing. The subliminal message girl. What? There's a photograph of the subliminal message girl. yes. Representing Pippi Longstocking with the the pigtails. Do you know who that is? I'm going, uh, yes, I 100% know who that is. It's a fictional character. Uh, Pippi Longstocking is a fictional main character and, and... Something word series of children's book by Swedish author Astrid. Yeah, Pippi was named by. This is just stuff that you know off the top of your head. (laughs) Lidgren. What? Something's daughter Karen, who asked her mother for a get well. For a get well. story when she was off of school. The picture of her in Spongebob is Meriwether Williams. Wait, what? The picture of her. 
that's cool. Maybe we can get some more Meriwether Williams representation. This is the first episode in which Gary Shell is broken. This is the first episode to use Lonely Hearts Club APM track. And this is the second episode where a record player is used to replace a character. The first was in Pressure. Thank you to spongebob.fandom.com for those fun facts. Are you ready, Stelly? No, because wait, the literary character Pippi Longstocking currently is now 75 years old. Okay. Now are you ready, Stelly? That's older than you. There are things in this world that are older than me, yes. Okay. <laughs> we open on. We open on. I have to add some extra effect because this is going to be a short episode. Did you take any notes for this? Yes, I did. Oh, you did? And I have about five sentences. <laughs> that sounds about right. We. You and I. We open on. We open on. It's Spongebob. And he's like, you know what time of the week it is, Gary. It's bath time. It's bath time. Tries... And Gary is like, heck no, I'm not doing this today. But he does it every week. It's kind of like me when I'm told to go take a shower. Because I don't want to because it's too far away. What, you mean like to walk or in to the walk. future? To walk. To the next room? Yeah. Okay. It's about two feet and I don't want to go. Okay. Anyway. Then SpongeBob is trying to use extra tactics for getting Gary in the bathtub. And this is the bulk of this episode is about what those tactics are. First, he is like, Gary, I've got a new toy. He chucks a little foam rubber ball, whatever. Mm -hmm. He chucks it towards the bathtub. Right. And it comes right back. Uh huh. His mistake was? It's a 100% effective boomerang rubber ball for pets right which that that sounds like a good idea but not for pets so then you could just chuck it and it'd come right back to you perfect yeah but not for pets because then it just you chuck it and it'd come right back and hit you in the face and then your dog would bite your nose off <laughs> i can't imagine gary chasing after a ball i can't imagine gary chasing after anything if you to be well, honest he has with a you. mouth yeah, but he's a snail. He can't really move all that quick. Well, yeah, he can. Because this is a fictional thing. And do you think that sponge... That you think that undersea animals can drive boats? No, but I'm basing this on things that I've seen and I haven't seen Gary ever move quickly. I have never seen SpongeBob not drive. He drove a car in the intro, but he can't drive a car. So that's basing things off what I've seen. I don't think you believe anything that you're saying at the moment. Did you know anyway, what I just said? I don't think you know what you just said. Yes, I do. But anyway, so then uh, he attaches a bomb to himself. Yeah, and I didn't then expect that. Is like, Gary, you have to take a bath or I'm about to literally explode and die. Mm -hmm. But Gary doesn't deal with terrorists. Yeah, he doesn't do it, and then Spongebob no. blows up. The end. That's the second time <laughs> that Spongebob has blown up so far this season. Nice bit of fire. Yeah. <laughs> then he tries calling pet services or whatever, and 
that doesn't work because it, I don't know if this is breaking the fourth wall moment or what, something. Because most of the time when fake things are on phone calls in mm-hmm. animated series, it they do talk stupidly fast. Right. And it's like they're talking in a different language. Right. So either that's fourth wall breaking or SpongeBob is just being weird. Is it fourth wall? I don't think it's fourth wall. Whatever the heck of breaking. <laughs> it's a thing. Yeah. Anyway, then uh, he puts images into Gary's mind. The subliminal messages that one of them is Pippi Longstocking, ably played by Meriwether Williams. And then he is dancing, just trying to dance and entertain Gary, because that is what happens when you want to get a snail in the bath. I think you missed a couple. I wasn't. I just wrote down tons of random things. You go. He calls a French restaurant. That happens? Okay, that's cool. He plays leapfrog with Gary and tries oh, right, to launch Gary in the butt. That's, how, top, it, that's but, how he gets dead. Mm-hmm. Not dead, but like you know what I mean. He tries to bribe Gary with a dollar, telling him that the next person to take a bath in his house will receive it. And then, and then Mr. Krabs <laughs> just strolls in with his bathtub bare naked in his bathtub, mm-hmm. breaks through the wall, uh-huh. takes the dollar, and leaves. And that is the one thing that I laughed at and my one note from this episode was Mr. Krabs just suddenly appearing at the at the merest hint of money. Money, 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 money. Yes. That's that funny. is the only that's the only somewhat funny thing in this entire episode. Then there's the different dances that you've talked about. And then there's the fake treasure hunt. And then this is the last thing. Mm-hmm. And now we only have like two minutes left in the episode. <laughs> right. Uh, then he's like, it's 40 steps left. It was quite funny. The the map, the treasure map has bathroom scored out on it. So it's like he did have a map to the bathroom for some reason. Because you always need a, that. You need a map to the shower, certainly. Sometimes the only time that that could be useful is if there's a new person in your house and you're like, here is a map to the bathroom instead of me just walking if, you to the bathroom. I don't know if people would appreciate a map. I'd, kinda, I'd maybe think that was kind of weird. It was funny that you had it. You may as well come prepared, okay? <laughs> right. I suppose. So then, off the 40 steps he's supposed to be taking left, uh-huh. it only takes 27 steps. Yep. So then he's like, 40. That was 40 steps. Mm-hmm. Not 13 off. 40. So they go into the bathroom and there's the bath, but it's been done up to look like a treasure chest. and Which is a pretty good job. Yeah, he leaves the paint behind, so he has to kick that out of the way. And then he <laughs> says, here's the... The balloons. The balloons. Which are bars of soap. And he says, don't drop them. That was a bit... <laughs> That's one for the dads, I think. That's a joke for the dads. <laughs> Anyway. I assume so anyway. Because it doesn't tell him not to drop anything else. Let's not linger on this. Let's, That's let's move on. Moving on. Uh, then Gary dubs. Then they go up because why not? <laughs> I don't even know. SpongeBob was trying SpongeBob was trying to put Gary in the bath. 
It just and wasn't then, good in the box. And then Gary was just like, no. And then Gary decides to levitate because he can. He just goes up three floors. And then Gary, the only thing holding on to SpongeBob from dropping three floors down is Gary's eyeball. Yep. Gary puts his eyes back in the socket and drops SpongeBob three floors. Then into the bath. I'm surprised he's not dead. <laughs> well, but moving like on. Like you said, fictional. So, <laughs> so SpongeBob decides at this point that if you can't get Gary into the bath, he's going to get the bath into Gary. And he starts sucking up the water and, and spraying it. All over his house. Kind of cleaning his house at the, at the same time, which is fine. I wish that was how that worked. Right. Then I would just get tons of water, splash it all over the place. It'd do up the dishes, it'd do the dishes, it'd clean the counters. Mm-hmm. Doesn't work like that, sadly. No, sadly not. So then there's a... Gary is supposedly stuck in the tree. Yeah, so he makes his escape and looks like he's stuck in a tree. Which, by the way, when did that tree show up there? Let's not, let's not worry about that too much. <laughs> so SpongeBob gets a ladder and goes up the tree, and it's not Gary, it's just a silhouette that looked like Gary, which was a record player. And it was just playing Gary meowing, meowing. over yep. and over again. Because Gary isn't up the tree, Gary is... At the bottom. Near a mud puddle. There's a mud puddle at the bottom. And SpongeBob. And took his ladder. Yeah. That he got up in. So Spongebob wants Gary to stay the heck away from that mud puddle. Mud puddle. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Don't make me count you three. And then he falls right into the mud, says, I am a dirty boy. Yes, he did. <laughs> yep, he said that. And then he ends up in the bath. He ends up in the bath. Cleaning behind his ear. And Gary is the person giving him the bath, which Gary still needs to take a bath because he never got any cleaner. And that's the end of the episode. That's the end of the episode. (laughs) This was a very bad episode that I don't think they should have made in the first place. They should have just... Why? That was a waste of Nickelodeon's time. That was a waste of Tom (laughs) Kenny's time. That was a waste of the animator's time. That was a waste of the producer's time. That was a waste of the director's time. I think that was even the uh, a waste of the people selling the television that some people watch SpongeBob on's time. See, this will be one of the questions that would have on Meriwether Williams. It wouldn't be because it's a very confrontational, uh, confrontational question. But three people wrote that episode. And it was a waste of the writer's time. Aaron it was Springer, a waste of C.H. Greenblatt and Meriwether Williams. It was a waste of the people watching the episode air lives uh, yeah. time. And and everyone else's time. It was a waste of our time. The waste of our listeners' time listening to us talk you about shouldn't, it. You should have not done this. You should have just spared yourself the time. I remember we said that last week. <laughs> remember when you're... Just when your notes run out like a third of the way through there. Just don't just stop. <laughs> just you can download uh, it. 
Just don't take the time to listen to it. I didn't think it was as bad as you thought it was. I didn't think it was... It obviously isn't great, and it's not something you'd ever bother watching again. It was a collection of little sketches, all based round about SpongeBob and, and Gary. It didn't... There wasn't really much of a story to it, and the story that was there wasn't really no satisfying. It was a series of little sketches that were meant to be funny, and a couple of them were, but overall... Only the Mr. Krabs bit. A lot of it was just... Gary still needed to take the bath. Right. He never got cleaner when SpongeBob fell in the mud. No, he was a dirty boy. Don't. If someone <laughs> went up to me and said, hey, would you ever watch Gary taking a bath that episode? Would you ever watch that again if I gave you a million dollars? I'd say yes, because that's six minutes of my time for a million dollars. You'd be silly not to. But I wouldn't. I, I would not enjoy that six minutes of my life. I feel kind of scared to ask you, but uh, your score for this one? Four out of ten. Yeah, I liked I it think, a little bit more than you, so I'll give it four and a half. I think that is one of the worst scores I've ever given one. Yeah, I have a spreadsheet somewhere that we'll need to talk about at some point because I think the lowest score in the episode is. It's not pickles, and I think it's something that would surprise you. I think it's one of the the seasons. It's probably this episode. No, it's not this episode. But what? There's something lower than eight point five. Yeah, I think there's a four. I think we give something two each. What? Oh, it was the uh, hibernation pre hibernation week. Oh yeah, D- that was if that it was bad. Yeah. There we go. It was bad. I am the SpongeBob SquareCast fact-checking robot. I interrupt this podcast to say that Stellian Gavin's least favorite episode so far is Survival of the Idiot and not, as Gavin said, pre-hibernation week. And now, back to the podcast. <sighs> Shall I do the social media and then we can pretend that this never happened? I already know what song I'm going to sing. If you want to get in touch with us, we are SpongebobSquareCast at gmail.com. You can get us on Twitter at SBSquareCast and we're SpongebobSquareCast on Instagram. And if you fancy donating a couple of bucks a month to get some bonus monthly content, you can do so at patreon.com slash SpongebobSquareCast. Thank you very much for even considering it. I'm only going to sing two lyrics of this song because I feel like that, it's the length of the, okay. Because this episode was short, so I'm just going to sing two lyrics of this song. (laughs) Okay. All around me are familiar faces, worn out places, worn out faces. That's how sad I am at this episode. We're ending it there. Goodbye. Oh, that's a shame. That's quite like that song. (laughs) End. End, end. Thanks for making it to the end of another episode. We'll be back next week (laughs) with more SpongeBob Squarecast. Bye-bye, folks. What's the sad start sad to the song? Wor- is that sad, mad world? A bright and early for the daily races. Mm-hmm. Going nowhere. Go- I'd, yeah. It's quite a depressing song when you think about it. Yeah, but I only decided to say... Have you even ended the <laughs> podcast yet? Oh, yeah. Press this button. Bye-bye, folks. Bye-bye.